This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1726. Don't let shopping ruin your holiday season by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. So let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Don't Let Shopping Ruin Your Holiday Season by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. In the mid-1800s, stores first began using the imagery of Christmas to boost sales. In the early 1800s, department store home magazines started publishing pictures of Christmas family gatherings to boost sales of products. Retail stores began using images of Santa Claus in their store windows in the 1840s. Macy's became the first store in 1862 to have Santa inside their store that children could visit in order to increase foot traffic. Coca-Cola began featuring Santa in their advertising in the 1920s. The term Black Friday caught on nationally in the 1980s to signify the day after Thanksgiving pre-Christmas shopping frenzy. Nowadays, Christmas creep is the term used to describe retailers who extend the Christmas shopping season by starting earlier and earlier. Most credit Lowe's Home Improvement, who made it a corporate policy in 2000 to begin displaying Christmas trees in their stores nationwide on October 1st every year. And Cyber Monday was first coined in 2005 as online retailers sought to take advantage of workers' shopping habits as they returned to their high-speed internet connections at the office following the long holiday weekend. In every case, We have been manipulated by marketers, advertisers, and retailers to shop more and more and more. The artificial manipulation to change our wants and spending stems from our internal desire to create the perfect holiday experience with magical memories for our family and kids. Shopping promised to meet that need, but only detracts from it. Retail promises the perfect Christmas but ruins it instead. Christmas has always meant family and loved ones and home. But ever since the mid-1800s, that desire has been hijacked by consumeristic retailers to make money for themselves. Nowadays, Christmas is synonymous with shopping. But this year, don't let shopping ruin your holiday season. I mean, if endless shopping and consumerism were actually improving our holiday season, maybe it would make sense to spend as much as you can. But in reality, it's not just adding joy to our families, it's actually distracting from it. Consider for just a moment how shopping may actually be detracting from your holiday joy. Number one, shopping is adding financial stress on our lives. In the United States, it's been calculated that a quarter of all personal spending takes place during the Christmas holiday shopping season. In fact, over a quarter of us will enter the holiday season still paying off debt from last year's gift shopping. And while you may not be one of the 50% of shoppers who will overspend your holiday budget this year, that person sitting next to you at the holiday table trying to keep up with your family tradition is. Number two, shopping adds unnecessary mental stress to the holiday season. 
We desire for the holiday season to be one of the most enjoyable seasons of the year. But in reality, according to APA.org, quote, people in the United States are more likely to feel their stress increase rather than decrease during the holidays. The holidays can be a hectic time for many, and a lack of money, a lack of time, and the hype and commercialism of the season causes increased stress for people in this country, end quote. Shopping is resulting in the exact opposite emotions we desire during this holiday season. Number three, shopping takes time, lots of it during the holidays. The average consumer expects to spend 25 hours over the next month shopping for gifts, waiting in lines, wrapping those gifts, and eventually returning them after the holidays. Many will note, correctly so, that the holiday season always feels particularly rushed and hectic. The extra shopping connected to the season is the reason why. Number four, shopping results in additional unmet expectations. Retailers work hard to promise a perfect Christmas to each of us. If we buy the right gifts, the right decorations, the right tree, the right brand of ham or soda, our holiday season will be unmistakably magical. But that is very rarely the case. Our shopping produces the opposite effect. 53.1% of people report to receiving unwanted gifts during Christmas. $16 billion is wasted on unwanted gifts every year. And 18% of gifts are never used by the person who receives them. 4% are immediately thrown into the trash. Number five. Overshopping sets a dangerous precedent. I hear from parents, how can we change the way we give gifts this year to our children? We give too many gifts each year and we want to cut back, but we don't want them to be disappointed. We don't see a way out. Lifestyle creep is not just for adults. The phenomena exists for children as well. What is set as normal in your family is always difficult to walk back. What may seem like overshopping this year will become the expectation for next year. Even more, it will set the precedent for them when they become parents. And number six, shopping puts focus on the wrong things. When presents and decorations become our focus and desire, we miss all the blessings right in front of us. Consumerism has a nasty tendency to shift our focus off the good things we possess and put our desire towards all the things we don't have. Whether your holiday season is about family, faith, or both, shopping always distracts from it. Consumerism makes promises it can never deliver, and your holidays will be better without it. We'll celebrate Christmas in our home this year. We will exchange gifts. Our kids receive one thing they want, one thing they need, and one experience to share with the family. And my wife and I exchange one quality gift between us. We will spend time with loved ones. We'll put up a tree and one box of meaningful decorations to celebrate the season. We'll celebrate our faith and would normally attend some special holiday gatherings, most of which have been canceled this year, unfortunately. We'll drive around and look at Christmas lights in our neighborhood. We'll bake Christmas cookies and watch Christmas movies. Our season will be more memorable because we won't let shopping ruin it, and neither should you. You just listened to the post titled, Don't Let Shopping Ruin Your Holiday Season, 
by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. At the risk of sounding like a curmudgeon, I'm actually not a big fan of giving gifts, and I mostly don't enjoy receiving them either. I have one exception. I'm all about a DIY or homemade gift. Of the gifts that my boyfriend has given me over the years, my favorite are the times he's written me very sweet love letters. And the first gift he ever gave me was a little figurine that he welded together from spare parts in his shop. These things were so thoughtful and creative. They cost him nothing but his time, and they made me feel very loved. Too often, when someone gives me a store-bought gift with the best of intentions, it's just not something I like enough to keep. Then there's that awkward moment of, well, what do I do with this? Most of my loved ones know this by now, and thankfully, gift exchanges aren't something I think about much. I'm not a total jerk. I absolutely give gifts, but I do so when inspiration strikes not when a looming holiday or birthday is pressuring me. I mostly hate the pressure and obligations surrounding gift giving. Like I need to think of something this person would like and get it in time for a birthday or holiday. Usually if I see something I really want to give someone or think of something I want to make someone, I go ahead and give it without any regard for the occasion. I also find it very peculiar when someone asks me what I want and they go out and purchase it. There's just a lack of creativity with this kind of gift giving. For me, the thing that makes gift giving special is the thoughtfulness of it. Just purchasing something that I could have easily bought for myself feels weird to me. As a minimalist, I don't like having too much stuff hanging around. And so I do appreciate on the rare occasion when I give or receive gifts for it to be something fairly consumable, like food or flowers or something like that. That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your Giving Tuesday, and I'll see you on the Wednesday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.